my name is Sharon Kugler, and I'm the Yale University Chaplain, and this is Time for the Soul. My guest today is Reverend Jenny Peake. Jenny is an Associate University Chaplain at Yale. Jenny, thank you so much for joining me on Time for the Soul. Of course, it's so good to be here. Coming off a global pandemic that has been fraught with such huge collective loss and individual struggles, I'm curious, how do you as a chaplain bring yourself back to life? Hmm. It's the question of the time, isn't it? <laughs> um, I think I have come to understand my deep need for community in a new way. So I think rooting myself uh, in my relationships with my friends, with my wife, uh, with my family, and just giving myself permission to realize I need more of that right now. And also, strangely, when I suddenly don't, which is strange for me because I'm very extroverted. Um, but when I max out more, which is happening more now, um, giving myself permission to just step back and have some cozy alone time as well. Um, but yeah, I think leaning on the people around me has been huge. I really do appreciate that. And something I I witnessed with you throughout this pandemic is you really put extra energy into keeping connections alive um, in as many creative ways as possible. Uh, so thank you for that answer. Tell me, you know, we have been with people in some of their hardest moments, um, and that's the work of chaplaincy anyway. Um, but how do you help someone understand their worth as a human being? Hmm. Oh, that's, that's a really good question. Um, I think the times when I feel like that has happened, whether it's having my own worth reflected in me or kind of seeing that aha in the eyes of a student or um, a staff member I'm talking to is when we've been able to create a space of deep listening um, where the other person can show up and share what's on their mind in a way that isn't performative or necessarily even trying to be productive or efficient. Um, but is just being able to be there and ask and answer open-ended questions um, that lead one to realize kind of the wisdom within oneself <laughs> of like, oh, mm -hmm. I didn't, that all makes sense now. Or, oh, this is, you know, this is where I'm being led. Um, being able to witness that is one of my favorite parts of the work. And I think it's, um, it makes me think of, uh, my favorite metaphor for pastoral care is thinking about uh, what we do when we're talking to people one-on-one -on -one as being like a gardener or a midwife, where it's all mm -hmm. inside of them. But when you get to witness them, see it blossom or, or bloom or um, go through the labor pains and then realize, wow, yes, <laughs> um, mm -hmm. uh, this is me and I like who I am. Um, that's the best part of it. So, so yeah, I think creating that space where people can really feel heard and even hear themselves. I really appreciate that metaphor too. And it does invite a sense of mystery. Mm. I mean, has that been your experience sometimes, you know, when you're deep listening, you're doing that exercise of deep listening with someone, you don't know what's going to exactly. come out of it. Yeah. Yeah. I find it's the time and you know, you're at the edge of something good when it's my greatest temptation to jump in and um, interrupt 
the silence or, you know, say something funny that breaks the tension or uh, um, ask a question that will lead them where I think they want to go. But when I've actually enabled myself to pull back, but still be very present. Um, yeah. People go in places where it's like, oh yeah, that's exactly where we needed to go. I'm glad I got out of the yeah. way. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a gift you have, Jenny. It comes naturally to you. Well, I've been really very lucky to have witnessed it over these uh, last few years. So thank you for that. Kind of you. I hope you enjoy this final question. You inspired it a bit. Um, <laughs> what is the special spark of this work for you? And I know you touched upon that somewhat in the last. Um, oh, man. Yeah, well, Sharon's heard me say it a million times. You've heard me say it. But um, but yeah, the bread and the butter of the work for me is the the one-on-one -on -one relationships. And being able to create a context um, where those one-on-one -on -one relationships can lead to community that's authentic and vulnerable and um, surprising and genuine. But, but yeah, I love people's stories, uh, being surprised by them, being encouraged by them, having my heart broken by them um, and the reality of the world we're living in and all the different kinds of ways there's brokenness, but also in the midst of that, um, the just great resilience and creativity of the human spirit, um, especially manifested in students, but, but in all of us, <laughs> but there's, I think something really special about this time in life when students are, um, you know, rethinking who they are and who the world is and they're doing it with other people. Um, so, so yes, I, I love just the connection that can happen, whether it's meeting a student once or getting to see them grow over a number of years. It is that special creativity too, that is often very surprising. You know, yeah. you just never quite know how they're going to unfold. Exactly. And it's a great way to stay a student forever, <laughs> being attached <laughs> to academia. So I think that's part of the pull too. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Well, Jenny, it was great to have you on Time for the Soul. Thank you so much for coming today. Thank you. This was very nourishing for me. Thank you so much, Sharon. Time for the Soul is produced by Ryan McAvoy, created by Sharon Kugler, Maytal Satiel, and Sean Mignon. Our music is by J.P. Durvin. This has been a production of the Yale Broadcast Studio.